Welcome to another experience with Land Softly. Here now. to unconsciously believe that we don't really have any needs. 
at all. We wanted to feel loved so badly and we learned that we felt the most love when the adults in our lives were outwardly happy with us. Perhaps they were congratulating us on our accomplishments or showering us with warm hugs as they told us we were good little boys or good little girls for doing exactly as we were told. We were primed to feel worthy when we fit into tidy little neat boxes. We were celebrated for being quiet, being nice, waiting patiently, even when every ounce of our being wanted to scream. We were slowly taught to self-abandon. Maybe you had a caregiver who had unpredictable moods, so you studied their ways of being with an immense commitment to keep yourself out of harm's way when potential eruptions were on the rise. Or perhaps you had an adult in your life who outwardly blamed you for their own temper tantrums or physical abuse. As children, we didn't know that adult problems and responses to the world around them were because of their own work that needed to be done. Their own internal journey. Their own healing. Our little minds were only capable of believing that having our own needs is wrong and we are inherently bad if we do have them. It's not just one scenario in our experience that led us to this point. It's repetition over and over again in many areas of our lives that have merged together to form how we show up in the world and for ourselves on this present day. Although it can be helpful to reflect on our past and perhaps unpacking who we are and who we were, most of our power lies in deciding how we want to change and what we want to create for ourselves moving forward. become so accustomed to leaving ourselves behind that we might not even know where to begin trying to find ourselves again. It became our truth that as long as the people around us are taken care of, we will be fine. As long as we haven't stepped on any toes, as long as we haven't disrupted the peace, as long as we haven't ruffled any feathers or caused a rupture in a relationship. All is well. 
All may seem to be well in the world around us, but within us there is always a storm brewing. Raging winds of discontent continue to pick up speed every single time we deny ourselves the right to, that, to ask for what we need, for what we deserve. We wander aimlessly through our lives, into adulthood, dropping to our knees to prove to others how much they mean to us, only to stand up with bruised and slit knees from our own self-neglect. But we brush them off and carry on because this is just how we are, this is just how it is, and so it is. But what if it wasn't? What would be possible for you if little by little you began to take care of yourself as you have always taken care of others? Radical self-care. Radical self-love. Sure, a night each week dedicated to self-care practices like a warm bath with a good book or a meditation and yoga class before bed are beautiful practices for your soul. But the self-care I'm talking about is the self-care that honors your deepest self, who you are at the core of your being. It is not just about relaxation. In fact, this form of self-care may actually be quite provoking, especially in the beginning. It is the form of self-care that will open up a world of transformation for you, but you have to be willing to sit through the fire of immense discomfort. have accepted as a core belief that your needs are secondary to others. So choosing to put your deepest needs first will be unsettling for you as you step into this practice. But it is a practice and so you can start anytime. You can start in little ways each day putting your needs first. And you can begin by saying no to the things that do not serve you. Say no to your friend's date because you need some time to yourself. Say no to the student council bake sale because you want to enjoy your children's sports. Say no to a date simply because you don't want to go. It won't always feel good at first, until it does. Until you see and feel deep into your bones that when you say no to what doesn't align for you, you are screaming inside to yourself, yes. Yes, I matter. Yes, my needs are important. Yes, I can be here for myself. Yes, 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 yes. 
I love myself. Take a moment to imagine how it might feel if you began to say yes to yourself and no to others when it serves you. pick up momentum with this practice, with your commitment to yourself and your inherent knowing that your needs matter, you can begin to ask for what you need from others too. Pay attention to how this makes you feel right now. Did your shoulders tense up? your jaw locked? Where in your body are you feeling a shrinking, a tightening, a holding on? This is your resistance. This is your body reminding you that you have learned your entire life that you can take care of yourself and so you shouldn't depend on others to meet your needs because you are responsible for taking care of theirs. Asking others for what you desire, for what you hope for, for what you crave, and for what you need is a deeply humbling practice that connects you back to your true essence of self. If you cannot express to others what you need, how can you expect those in your life to work in unison with you to create meaningful, reciprocal, and beautiful relationships? This also means, though, that this practice may rumble some of the foundations of the relationships you are already in, because you have created your life in a way where those around you are used to you abandoning yourself. But the relationships that serve your soul, the people who want what is best for you simply because they love you, will continue to love you as you learn to love yourself. And those who have solely benefited from your lack of commitment to yourself will slowly fall out of your life. Some connections may end in arguments. Some may simply drift because where you are going no longer lines up with their path. Whatever happens, there is so much freedom for you to experience in this process. The more you say yes to yourself, the more you begin to attract people who are supportive of your deepest needs because they too understand the power of self-love. Start small. Say yes to an extra weekend off. Say yes to limiting communication with those who drain you. 
say yes to every little nudge, every little intuitive calling each day that feels right deep in the pit of your belly, in the pit of your being. And watch as your little seeds of yeses start to blossom into huge yeses. Yes to your dream career. Yes to your new relationship. Yes to your move across the world. Yes to your business idea. Yes to you, my dear, because you are worth every single yes your heart desires. yes begins with saying no to staying small. Your big life awaits you. (laughs) 